Hurricanes, COVID, and terrorists. This is Unreal Reality. to another episode of Unreal Reality for August 31st, the last day of August 2021. We are rolling into September, and we got a lot of shit to be concerned about. What's happening, people? How are you doing? Welcome to another great, fantastic work week. Not, you know that. We don't give a fuck about work. I don't want to work. I just want to bang on a drum all day. I'd rather bang on some ass all day. But anyway, let's get talking. Hurricane Ida makes landfall in New Orleans, Louisiana. A Category 4 storm causing destruction once again. We all remember Katrina. Fucking horrible. Back in the day, came in, nailed as a Category 3. This storm, Ida, rolled in as a Category 4, leaving flooding and devastation everywhere people are being saved and evacuated from their homes from what i gather there's one death from it already and there shouldn't be any deaths from it obviously but yeah the sad thing was it was caused by a falling tree i guess it landed on the person that killed him sorry horrible but this storm its track is going to flood and cause havoc throughout lots uh, you know uh, a lot of parts of our country coming up through the uh, the middle of the country and then tracking northeast uh right up through my area Right across me, supposedly, it's like almost like the eyes come to whatever eye there is. It's, it's, it's a tropical depression now. So whatever part of it's going to cruise, the middle of it's going to cruise right over top of me and up into the New England area. So for all you people out there, make sure you got your generators ready. For all you people down in New Orleans, I, you know, I pray for you. Hopefully you get out of this one. And maybe this will be a wake-up call to you people to realize that that fucking city is underwater already. You're below sea level. Get out of there. It's not a good place. Yeah, oh, New Orleans is great. We go down there for Mardi Gras. Who gives a fuck about that shit? Get the fuck out of there. You want to live down in a place like that? I'm not saying you deserve what you get, but come on. Come on. If your place floods out five fucking times and you're like, I I I can't deal with this no more, then get out. Get out. You know where you live? Get out of there. Move to higher ground. It's a smart thing to do. But anyway... To all you people out there, yeah, Ida's on its way. It's going to come. You get your generators ready. Make sure you got your fucking pails ready to bail yourself out. Because there might be some significant flooding around here. In my area, we already had tornadoes rip through a fucking, uh, uh, whatever that's fucking called. Uh, it, uh, it's a Category 3, but that's hurricanes. The, uh, uh, you know, a, a Level 3 tornado that ripped through and destroyed some shit. We've never seen that in history around here. It, it, we could get some more tornadoes from this. I mean, yes. Climate change is a real thing, um, 
And then at this rate right now, it's actually kind of scary because it's it's hitting a lot faster than I really expected climate change to hit. But um, you know, for all you people out there, think oh, if you know, we need to go with electric cars and we need to change it around and get rid of fossil fuels, and yeah, you know, airplanes get them off the ground. Greta Thunberg, whatever her fucking name is, Greta Thunberg. Oh, you know, the airplanes, they cause all the, 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 you know, the, the destruction of the ozone, and they're most of the cause. They're, they're 4% of the cause to, to climate change, to global warming. They're 4% jets that fly across the air. Automobiles right now, yes, are 30%. That's a pretty high number. Um, but for all you people who think that changing it over to electricity, I mean, we talked about this before, your electricity... You know, you got to plug them into a station that's all made out of all fucking toxic chemicals, plastics and metals and all kinds of shit that's toxic to the environment. Once they degrade and you got to get rid of them, you got to toss them into a fucking landfill or whatever. They also got to get power, power from a power plant that runs off coal, which is burning into the ozone, which is killing things. That actually, I think, leads for like 45% of the destruction is the coal and, and, and the blowing shit into the air, you know. And then you got... Your car that drives down the road, you know, rubber tires, plastic body panels, and batteries galore. Like a ton of batteries because they run off of batteries. And eventually batteries go bad and you got to dispose of them somehow. So for all you people who think that, you know, electric cars is the change of the future. Electric cars are not going to change the future. They might change now and the very near future. For the next 10, 20 years after that, once you got to start disposing of shit, yeah, you're... You just took it from, you know, oh, they saved the planet by 25%. That's great. And then in 30 years from now, they're going to be destroying the planet by 55%, 65%. So good luck with that. All right, so get on to something else. Let's talk about COVID and all the bullshit going on with COVID. COVID now is affecting more and more people each day. The death rate is not quite as crazy as the rate of infections. Yet, social media... And the media, they'll tell us different. They will scare you into oblivion, man. You are going to die from COVID. You, if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to infect me and everybody else. And we're all going to die from it. No, it's not. It, it's actually hit me. It's affecting me personally right now because my oldest daughter's got it. She's rolling through it. She had a right now. She's got stuffy nose, a little bit of aches. And she lost her smell and her taste for one day, and she started to regain it the very next day. Okay. Now, of course, people are gonna go. Well, she's a lucky one. You're right. There's a lot of people out there who went even worse. A friend of mine just got out of the hospital two weeks ago, and he had it really bad. Then I had a friend who actually was home. Him and the partner, you know, that he worked with, got it at the same time. The partner he worked with passed away from it. Yes, he died. I get it. People are going to die, people. People are going to die. People are going to get very sick. The people who are susceptible to this and, you know, older, underlying conditions, they got a, a very, very slim chance of getting through it. And we, I understand that. But all these things, the media doesn't want to make it clear to you the real facts because then you'll start to go, hmm, is that the flu does the same fucking thing it does the same thing it kills it does kill gets you very deafening sick and it kills it can kill people who are susceptible or have underlying conditions and it has from the day it came forth in 1918 in 1918 again i've said this before the flu has killed 
150 million more people world round in its first year of existence than COVID-19 has in its first year of existence. Now, I know people are going to go, well, we have better technology and better medicine. Okay, I got what you're saying back then. A hundred years from now, when the next pandemic hits, and we have even better fucking shit, but still, people are still dying from it because we got to figure it out, just like what we're doing now. This vaccine, it's new. We're figuring it out. You went, you got two shots. Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, whoever. Now you're finding out that another variant comes in and you need a third shot. Then when the next variant comes out, you're going to need a fourth shot and so on and so forth. So what are you telling me? 15 years from now, you're going to have the fucking 70th booster shot for this fucking thing? You are going to get a shot. Just like every year you could go get a fucking flu shot. You're going to do the same thing with COVID. But this time, they're trying to force it upon you to make it so that you you have to have it. And I'll explain how they're forcing it because they turn around and they go, they're not forcing it. They're not going to force it. I'll tell you how they force it, okay? They force it by taking away the fucking things you love, the things that you need, whether it's going to a gas station, whether it's going to a supermarket, going out to a restaurant, going to the movies, doing whatever you love, just walking into a mall. They're going to stop you at some point. They're going to make it so that way it's mandatory to have a vaccine in order to go into these places. Now, if you don't have the vaccine and you can't get into a supermarket, or you can't get to a gas station. Can't get to a gas station, can't fill your car up with, with gas, you can't go to work. Now, you might not be able to walk into work because you ain't got the vaccine card either. Whatever it might be. Then you go to a supermarket because you're starving. You can't get in there because you need the vaccine card. Well, so what do you do? Eventually, you just give in, like we always do, and we fucking get the shot. Okay? Now, understandable, people are going to go, well, that's, you know how hard it is. They're going to monitor. They're going to have somebody at every single door everywhere, at the malls. Every door has to have somebody monitoring you going in. I get what you're saying there. Okay, right. So, how else do they do it? Well, here's another scenario. Healthcare. In order for you to get healthcare at a reasonable price, and we all know healthcare is expensive as it is, as it is now, okay, they'll make you get a vaccination. Oh, you don't have the vaccine? Well, it just upped your rate drastically. Life insurance, same deal. Dental, so on and so forth. Oh, you're not vaccinated? Oh, well, that, that makes a big difference. You'll see. It's going to take some time, but they're going to push these kind of things on us. That's how they'll force it on you people. I'm not saying that COVID ain't real. I'm not saying that COVID is not killing people, but COVID is not smallpox. It is not killing at a fucking rate to where we're going, oh my God, we're all going to fucking die if we don't figure it out. We're figuring it out. We're actually figuring it out a hell of a lot faster than they figured out the great influenza in 1918. It took them fucking years upon years to figure it out. It took, what, 20 fucking years to get a vaccine for it? Because it was the 1930s by the time they came out with a good vaccine for the great influenza. So people were dying at remarkable rates, like huge rates, from 1918 through the 1930s. Until they came up with a vaccine and people were able to get the vaccine. People were dying. People were also getting sick, getting through their sickness, and getting antibodies, just like what's going on with this one. Like I said, the media wants you to believe that if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to die. And it's, it, that's, that's how control starts. That's how they get you. They, you want to, they want to gain control. They love power. Our government loves power. And how they gain power is to put fear into the people. Come on. Let's do, do the math. Do the science, you know, do, do your education, educate yourself, and just read back and see how people like Hitler, 
and other people without using the force how did they gain power how did they gain control well they put fear into the people then they put trust into the people then they gain control that's how it actually freaking works but you know don't don't ask me I, i'm just a fucking podcaster here that you don't know what you're talking about i get people like that all the time that will fucking say shit to me like that and it's it's fine i don't care i'm not a doctor you're right i'm not a doctor i'm just a podcaster i don't do anything so with COVID, people uh live your lives man just just go out if you don't want to get the fucking vaccine don't get the vaccine and do yourself a favor try to stand on your two feet try to at least and be like no i don't want to if it affects your life so much and you think it's the easier way out and that's what you're going to do, go ahead. I don't want to hear it when people say 15, 10, 15, 5 years from now that people are dying off and people go, well, oh, shouldn't have got the vaccine. Well, I've been saying I, if you don't know what the fuck it's going to do to you years and years from now, then what are you going to stick it in your arm for? To protect yourself now? Give you give you an extra couple of years? Because you just die from it? Like, come on. There, there's a propaganda behind all this. And I think there's a propaganda behind this fucking vaccine. Because why give incentives to something that's free? It doesn't make sense. Uh, let's get on to something else. Uh, let's get on to something else. Pull out of Joe Biden and Afghanistan. People, it's over. We're finally out of Afghanistan. We are. Uh, of course, you know, in Cabal we had... A horrible attack that killed soldiers. And it's uncalled for. Biden, his way of pulling out was an absolute disgrace. This is only the beginning, people. I mean, the deadline came and it went. And we complied by the deadline of thir- the 31st. It'd be out. Yesterday, last night for them was the 31st midnight. Because they're a day behind. We know that. It would have been tonight for us. Uh, you know what I mean? So... Midnight last night was the deadline. We got our got our troops out, yet we didn't get everybody out. And we know that. And I've seen on the news, I've watched numerous different news sources, and I've seen from, um, you know, officials, uh, military officials that spoke up, said that we're going to, our, our plan is to try to get back in there and get everybody else out that, that wants to get out. It sounds like a good trick. When you have a guy who just handed military equipment, military weapons, and also handed power to the Taliban, handed over the reins. Here you go. You're in control now. We, We just armed you, so on and so forth. And then they don't comply by their own 31st deadline and they attack people at the airport killing some they made it very very clear that they're not going to allow their own people out of the country basically holding their own people hostage even if their people want to leave to escape it they're going to try to hold them hostage we're talking about a terrorist organization that sleepy joe biden had decided to say that he thought that the taliban could form a respectable and responsible government this is an organization that 20 years ago brought down our fucking towers in New York City, killing over 2,000 fucking American citizens. Flew a plane into the Pentagon, hijacked a plane to fly into the White House, but didn't succeed with that. But the people aboard that plane, Flight 93, I believe it was, 
died because of it. They're heroic because they took over the plane and they fought back. That was an attack on our own soil by a bunch of fucking cowards who couldn't do it by hand. They decided to hijack a plane and fly planes into things to hurt people. If you think for one minute that they're not going to try to do that again, you're a fucking fool because history repeats itself. We know that. The next time they do something might be on even a more destructive level. Killing fucking 10, 20, 30 times that. We don't know what the next fucking thing's going to be. We don't actually know when. But I know it's definitely going to happen. It's going to happen. That's plain and simple. So Joe gives them power. 31st, we got out last night, but there's people still left over in there. And we want to get them out of there. They're not going to get out of there, you know? And I argue with people on social media and on a platform that say, and I have an email from somebody um, that stated the same thing. The email stated, and this was kind of the same question that I, I had a fight back with people in social media with it. The person asked what I thought Trump would do better to pull out of Afghanistan than Joe Biden. I think that strong arming would have been a better situation in this case than being he, Joe Biden is too soft. I think that any fucking body, I think I could have made just by playing the game risk throughout my life, you know, the, the board game, I could have set up a better fucking escape plan out of Afghanistan than Joe Biden did. Joe Biden pulled out of cabal and handed over the reins to the Taliban and trusted the Taliban. That's not how you work with a terroristic organization. It's not. Donald Trump would have never done that. So my answer to you is yes, I think Trump, by doing that, sitting in there, being a strong arm, actually securing the perimeters of cabal and the airport away from the Taliban and things of that nature would have been a lot safer than what Joe Biden did. So, yes, I think Trump would have did better. So, in this case, when people sit there and say, well, Trump, Trump would have did anything better. Trump, Trump, what, Trump could have did something better than this and that and that and this. Joe Biden did what he could. And, uh, sorry, but people do lose lives when they pull out of wars. I get that. But in today's world, with the technology we have, with the military we have, with the strong arm we have, we don't have the leadership anymore of being a, a superpower strong arm to where we can actually go in get things done and get out. We have not we don't have that anymore. We have sleepy Joe Biden who's soft at his heart. I like him because he's nice and he speaks and he talks. He's old. He's the oldest president in history. He just started his fucking term and he's the oldest president in history. The last president finished his term, the oldest president, the last oldest president in history was Ronald Reagan, who finished his term at 78 years old. That was his last term in office was 78 years old. Joe Biden is seven, uh, what seventy nine years old, or maybe I'm maybe I'm saying it wrong. Maybe maybe Reagan was seventy seven and seventy eight. I know he's a year older than the oldest president at the end of his term. Joe Biden is one year older and just starting out his term. He's too fucking old to do the job. Let's face the facts. He is fucking. He, he's screwing up so bad every time they hand him something. He's like Mister Magoo. Hand him something to do, and he fucks it up. Hand him something over here to do, he fucks it up. He walks in as president of the United States and signs over all these executive orders to reverse them that were Donald Trump's. One being the border. Let's reopen the fucking border, and then, ups, they're fucking pouring in like fucking cockroaches. We have to call, uh, uh, you know, 
this is this is crazy. You know, it, it, it's it's out of control. And Joe Biden says it on himself. It, 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 it's a crisis. I call it on I call a crisis down at the southern border. Well, Joe, the southern border was 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 closed and it was controlled and then you just opened it. And now you want to call it a fucking crisis. You screwed up there. Okay, you fucked up. Then you close down the fucking pipeline. Thousands of fucking jobs gone. Uh, the fucking, you know, independence on oil gone. And people argued with me over that. Well, you know what they really were doing? They were getting the oil and then they were shipping it across seas and selling it. Huh. Is that a bad fucking thing? To gain control, to have your own oil, have an independence on it, bring your own gas prices down for the American people so they can actually live a better life. And then what you have, the whole big stockpile, is you start selling it and making money and building the economy better. But you got so many people out there who are so stupid and brain-fucking-washed who think that was a bad idea. Oh, no, no, no. So let's shut the pipeline down because it's dangerous. It could leak. So we shut the pipeline down. And then he starts importing oil again. Now we go and we're pulling out of a fucking 20-year war that we just had. And we were in there. You know, you're talking about a Middle Eastern country that is very rich in oil. And could be one of the ways that we continue to get oil. We pull out. We give the reins to the Taliban. Now the Taliban is in control. Now the Taliban's in control there. Once we're out and we're gone from there, they start to, to move into the, the surrounding areas and start to control those. Once they have control of the oil, now they're exporting it, and we're buying it at record numbers. Fucking two years from now, when your fucking gas prices are $10 a gallon, $15 a gallon, and you can't survive anymore, thank Joe Biden for that. Thank him for that, because that's what's, the fucking, that's what's gonna happen. Things have to go back to the way they were. Donald Trump was not doing a bad job. Pre-COVID. Yes, he fucked up during COVID. I, I understand when people say he did a lousy job when COVID showed up. Uh, yeah, you're right. He did. And I don't think any other president would have did any better of a job with it because it was like a baby being dropped on your doorstep. Congratulations, dad. You're a new dad. And even though you've never been a dad before, who knows what you're going to do? Good luck with changing diapers and feeding and doing all the good things. That's how COVID just showed the fuck up. And you had to figure it out. And it took, it took some time. Donald Trump. Didn't know what he was fucking doing. He, he, he said the wrong things. Absolutely said the wrong things. Or drinking bleach or, you know, whatever. But then he pushed for a vaccine. He said, we need Operation Warp Speed. We're going to get the vaccine out to the people. He finally started to come around, letting doctors, Dr. Fauci of all people, the worst fucking thing you could have did is get him the fucking involved because he's a fucking lying idiot. Anyway, because everybody's so behind Dr. Fauci. Oh my God, Dr. Fauci, when you turn around and say, well, what about this doctor over here? He's pretty respectful. No, fuck him. Dr. Fauci's the final word. Uh, you people, okay. All right. People, fuck, go ahead. But anyway, Trump pushed, got him, pushed the fucking vaccine out, Operation Warp Speed, and got it out to the people who want it. Okay. It gets put out, and people get it stuck in their fucking arm. Joe Biden comes in, he takes over. Okay, great. I get it. He continues to push the vaccine, which is great. Get it out to the people who want it. But then he starts to come on there. Everybody needs to get vaccinated, and we're going to put out incentives. Then incentives don't work. We're going to start to force it with mandates. This guy's fucking up royally, royally bad. He's fucking up. And then you have Afghanistan. 
he goes to pull out. Joe Biden got to pull out in August of 2021. Donald Trump wanted to pull out of this war. That was one of his first things that he said when he came into office. He wanted to get out of this fucking 20-year war that was a waste of money. Okay, and everybody was behind him, and, and we were behind him, and it didn't happen, and it didn't happen, and it didn't happen. But everybody sits there and pointed the finger at Donald Trump. He promised, and he ain't doing it, he ain't pulling the job. No. Understand something. Donald Trump had, I just argued with somebody on Facebook about that because they put out there, uh, he's just going by Donald Trump's thing, and he's growing up because he's going by Donald Trump's, whatever Donald Trump was going to do. Was no. No. Donald Trump wanted to be out of this war by May. May. Three months ago, four months ago, he wanted to be out of this war by May. Donald Trump is no longer the president of the United States. So let's not bring Donald Trump into this. But if you want to bring Donald Trump, he wanted to be out by May. Okay? When he said, I want to pull out of here, I want to pull out of there, and he kept saying, I want want the orders to pull out, Congress stopped him. And we all know Congress stopped him. It's It's a fact. Congress stopped him from doing it. Why? Because they knew that if Donald Trump pulled out successfully, out of this war, he would have got another four years in office. That would have probably guaranteed him another victory. So they had to do whatever they could to not guarantee Donald Trump the victory. So, no, we're not allowing you to pull out of the war, Don. No, 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 sorry. As soon as Joe Biden comes in, one of the things, I don't want to pull out of this war, blah, blah, blah. Okay, they give him the okay. But, Mr. Magoo style, he fucked it up. He fucked it up. He's fucking it up bad. 13 fucking soldiers dead. 13 of them fucking dead from this fucking pullout. Like, are we really, I don't know. I'm at a point where I'm confused by all this. That people still want to back this fucking guy, this fucking moron. He's just, oh my God. I don't know. You know? And then I argue with people over January 6th. Well, January 6th, January 6th. What about what Trump did on January 6th? It, it was worse than 9-11. The 20th anniversary of 9-11 is coming up. And please, do me a favor, all you fucking morons out there that say January 6th was worse than 9-11. Watch the tapes again. I don't know where you were during it. I was working over across the bridge in Jersey. And when 9-11 happened... My radio station I was listening to didn't even come across with the first plane. I had no clue. Somebody came in and said, a plane just ran into the World Trade Center in New York. Put on, You know, you should put on the news. And I'm like, I'm listening to the, the radio station I listen to. It's got, you know, rock music playing. They didn't come across. I'm going, oh, okay. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, well, planes do hit it. I mean, little Piper plane fly into it because they, they lose track or something or whatever. However long later it was, he comes running back in again. A second plane ran into the World Trade Center. And my radio station still didn't come across it. Finally comes in. I changed the channel anyway because now I'm going to a station that's more respectable for that. They're talking about, you know, we're, we're under attack. Blah, 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 blah. So the person I'm working with now, I'm, I'm a, at that time, I was not as high as the person I'm working with on the totem pole. So I said to that person, I'm like, we got to get moving. We can't, we can't stay here. And he, oh, we're going to continue. And I looked at him and go, listen, we got to leave because we're under attack by a foreign country right now. And who knows what else they're going to try to attack. We have to cross bridges to get home. When I say bridges, toll bridges, big fucking bridges across a big river. 
We got to get over there. Eventually, they're going to close these bridges down. Let's get the fuck out of here. So we pack up. We get in the car. We drive. We get across a bridge. Traffic's a nightmare. We get across the bridge. We finally get home. Like 20 minutes to a half an hour after we get home. Bridges are closed. A lot of roads are being closed. So on and so forth. People got to get home. It's a nightmare. But yet, I have people on fucking Facebook. Facebook. That want to tell me that January 6th was worse than 9-11. More deadly, worse. More deadly. One person died January 6th due to January 6th. A woman who was actually unarmed shot in the throat through a door. What kind of threat was she for real? She was unarmed. She was coming through the door. Okay, I get it. Somebody breaks through my door in my house, armed or not, and I don't know who the fuck they are, and they come in. They're getting blasted in the fucking throat, too. If I don't know, and I'm fucking threatened by it. But let's be honest with this. She was unarmed, and she was killed. And she was the death that took place on January 6th because of January 6th. But yet, that's so much worse. Look, January 6th was unacceptable. It really was. But it was definitely understandable. I understand. American people had enough of the fucking American government. Our government is out of control. They're turning into dictators. Everybody used to say Donald Trump's a dictator. He's a dictator. No. Maybe if you look at what's going on, maybe rest of fucking Washington are dictators. They want to control us. They're putting fear, which leads to control. I don't know. Fucking crazy. Just remember, it's going to be the 20th anniversary. It's approaching quickly. It's, it's approaching real quickly. You know, could that be the time that the Taliban, again, is planning something? It definitely could be. we got to be under alert here, people. We do have to be under alert. But, yeah, the 20th anniversary is approaching in the next couple fucking days. <sighs> Arm yourselves. Stock up. That's all I can simply say because I don't know what this world's going to come to. I think that arming yourself, getting guns, because we have that right. Second Amendment is a great thing. Getting the guns, making sure that they're clean, or they're, they're, they're well cleaned, well oiled, and working condition. And then stock up on your ammo, people. Because at some point, I have this fucking feeling, and I don't want it to happen. I really don't. I don't want to ever. I have a carry permit, and I don't want to ever, ever, ever have to pull that gun out of its holster. Ever. For no reason at all. I don't want to ever have to touch it. It's only there in case of an emergency that I really need to. I don't want to have to pull it out and use it on anybody. I don't want to ever have to pull any of my guns out and use them on anybody. But I hate to be the, the person that says this, but I think these days are closer than we think they are. That something is going to happen to the point where we're either fighting a foreign entity by hand or we're fighting each other. But one of them is going to happen. It's scary and it's sad. It's sad. But Joe Biden pulling out. Listen, I'm all for getting out of a 20-year war. Did he do it the right way? I don't agree. I don't think he did at all. I don't think he got out of there anyway. That was a good way. I really don't. It's, no, I'm not giving him that. I definitely am not giving him that. He does not deserve it at all. But, you know, we lost 13 soldiers. And it's sad, but I'm going to name them. I'm going to give you who they were. You have U.S. Marine Corps Staff Sergeant Darren Hoover, 31 years old. U.S. Marine Corps Sergeant Johnny Ro uh, Rosario Pachardo, 
Sorry if I say these names wrong, but I do want to give a shout out to these people. 25 years old. U.S. Marine Corps Sergeant Nicole G., 23 years old. Okay. U.S. Marine Corps Corporal Deegan Page, 23 years old. U.S. Marine Corps Corporal Humberto Sanchez, 22 years old. U.S. Marine Corps Corporal Hunter Lopez, 22 years old. United States Marine Corps Lance Corporal David Espinoza, 20 years old. United States Marine Corps Lance Corporal Riley McCollum, 20 years old. United States Marine Corps Lance Corporal Dylan Marola, I'm sorry again if I mispronounce your names, 20 years old. United States Marine Corps Lance Corporal Kareem Nikoya, 20 years old. U.S. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Jarrett Schmitz, 20 years old. United States Navy Hospital Corpsman Maxton Soviak, 22 years old. And last but not least, U.S. Army Staff Sergeant Ryan Noss, 23 years old. Killed in action in Kabul, Afghanistan, August 26, 2021. We salute you. For Joe Biden, that is fucking unacceptable. I'm sorry. It's unacceptable to have anybody lose their lives trying to get out of the war. When you drop the ball and you didn't protect them the way you should have protected them. You gave the power to a fucking foreign enemy that has been a foreign enemy forever. A terroristic organization. You handed them weapons. You handed them equipment. And you handed them the reins. You handed them the power. You gave them a chance to fight against you with your own weapons. Yet here is a guy who wants to take away your AR-15. Disarm you. Does it make sense? Have you woken up yet? Look, Donald Trump banned bump stocks. Get it. We don't really need them. But, again, I think that was wrong too. Suppressors, wrong. Trying to tell me that 30 round magazines is unacceptable, wrong. People, once they disarm you, it's so much easier to control you. They already got the fear in half of America, if not more. And then eventually they'll take away your weapons. Then it doesn't matter how scared you are, they still have control over you because fuck you, you can't protect yourself. <sighs> Listen, AR-15s are not dangerous because they look dangerous. I tried to make this clear before, and I want to have a podcast on guns. I do so bad, and I know the right person. I got the right person. Can't wait to bring in my boy Ray. My boy Ray will, will talk guns with you all day long, and... He might get a little off the rocker, but I think he knows a lot more about it than I do. But uh, without question, the AR-15 is, is not what people try to force down your throat to believe it is. The military-style weapon, it's semi-automatic. They make it sound so scary. You realize that it's a two-two-three or a five-five-six rifle. That's what it's rifled in. That's the size of the ammunition. A lot of that ammunition they can also use for hunting, 223s. I can get a 223 rifle, a semi-automatic one, 
wood stock, wood grain, wood handle. And I could take the magazine from my AR-15 and load it into that gun and fire that non-threatening looking weapon at the same rate. At the same exact rate with the same exact amount of damage. The only difference is it doesn't look so scary. Kids in today's world, they pick these weapons to use in things like Columbine or whatever ones when you see, oh, the kids, they get AR-15s. Because in video games, they're the weapon of choice. When you play Fortnite, and I've played Fortnite with my daughter, you pick up an AR-15. That's what the gun is. So they're, they're familiar with it. I'm not saying they're actually familiar with shooting it. Like they never, most kids never held one in their hands for real. They're familiar with the looks of it. That I know that gun. I fire that gun on on Fortnite. So that's the gun they go for. Without question here, you know there is clear evidence that the AR-15 rifles are and have been used for self-defense. I mean, for example, in one case, an AR-15 was used in Florida by a pregnant wife and mother to defend her family from two armed, hooded, and masked home intruders. As soon as the armed intruders entered the back door of her home, they pistol-whipped her husband, fractured his eye socket, and sinus cavity. Then they grabbed the 11-year-old daughter before they could do any harm. The pregnant wife re- retrieved the family AR-15 from the bedroom and fired, killing one of the attackers while the other one fled. They are used in self-defense. They are a very good, very effective weapon to use in self-defense. But yet, Sleepy Joe Biden and Kamala Harris want to ban the AR-15 because it looks dangerous. There's a video of one of the, somebody, I think a congressman or somebody in politics firing an AR-15 and after he was done firing it, he put it down and he started to cry. (laughs) He started to cry. My God, so dangerous. This guy never, he fired an AR-15. I don't know if anybody else ever fired an AR-15. Please get out to a gun range if you have it and fire one, even if you don't like guns, to see what it really is. Then do yourself a favor and just pick up a 357 Magnum and fire that. A handgun, a pistol, a revolver, of all things. And fire that. And tell me which one to you feels like it's more dangerous. It's fucking crazy because I'll watch videos all day long of like fucking eight and nine-year-old girls in competition shooting, running through a fucking obstacle course, firing an AR-15. You know, at dummies and at at, at, at metal uh, targets and things of that nature. And I look at them little girls and I go... That fucking Congress guy or whatever he was from Paul, he cried over this fucking weapon? Come on, man. For one, Joe Biden is too soft and too fucking old to be the president of the United States. He needs to be taken out. He, he, not, and when I say taken out, I don't mean he needs, to be, he needs to be removed from office. He needs to go. He, he's no longer he, – he's not capable. And I know what's going to happen. Our government's going to get him out of there. They're going to use – the 25th Amendment, to pull him out. And and I think, you know what's funny? I heard this on another podcast that they, there's somebody out there thinks that this could be actually on purpose. This whole pull-out fuck-up could be on purpose. That they actually made it so that way he would fuck up so they have a reason to be able to get him out of office and move Kamala Harris in. Another good reason why they could. 
I mean, I called it before and said they might come up with something like he he sniffed some little girl and they have evidence and we're gonna pull him out for that. But I can't see them doing that because they love Joe. They love Joe. They don't want to do that. So then I thought like they could use something else that he screwed up with, whether it was the the border and allowing all these people in. Maybe it's a fuck up with COVID and the vaccines. Here you got a real big fuck up for him, and they could turn around and say, look, he he he's he, he caused thirteen. U.S. soldiers' lives pull, just pulling out of the 20-year war. Um, he got us... Th- th- we're out of the war. He'll go down in history. He got us out of the war. you got to praise him. I'm going to hear that all day long on Facebook. I can guarantee that. I'm going to have people all day long going, he got us out of the 20-year war. He got us out of the 20-year war. He got us out of the 20-year war. Without ever looking at the fucking fact that Trump wanted to get us out of the 20-year war, but your government, again, you're corrupt... Political government wouldn't allow him to do it because they knew that he would get another 20, another 20, another term. He would get another term. He'd be the president again. And we weren't doing bad with Joe Mojo. We're doing bad with Joe. We weren't doing bad with Donald Trump pre-COVID. We were doing pretty damn fucking good. Economy was up. Unemployment was way down for everybody. Blacks, Hispanics, women, white men. It was down. People were working. People were spending their money. Now, people are fucking worried. They're spending their money. If anybody was smart with the $1,400 fucking here for, for stay here, I'm going to give you $1,400 bucks and you're going to get make, you're making the same amount of money on unemployment, but here's an extra $1,400. Go out and, and build the economy. If anybody was smart with building the economy with that $1,400, bucks, we should have went right to a gun shop and bought a gun and some ammunition. That's what you should have used your $1,400 bucks for. Drop six, seven hundred dollars on a gun and buy some ammunition. Everybody should have did that. But no, but no. You had people that just they pocketed it, or they took it and they you know, paid off some bills, or they took it and they 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 bought you know took their their kids out to dinner and they they bought some a new TV or whatever. You know, no. Go out and buy a fucking gun. Don't get me wrong. I took my money and spent it on something else. I, I had actually a COVID project. I did because just me i wanted to do something but i already own guns i I, and i already have ammunition and i don't need to go buy more okay i really don't even though i love guns and i would go buy more i'm a collector i like shooting that's it i I enjoy it um but at the time i'm like i don't need to take that 1400 and go spend it on that i'll I'll do something else with it and i did and, and i'm glad i did i enjoyed what i did but if anybody was smart who didn't own guns and you got that 1400 bucks, you should have took your ass to a gun shop. That would have been the smartest thing you could have did. Um, with this being said, though, pulled out of Afghanistan. The Taliban is in control there now. Uh, I don't think anybody's getting out now. Um, I think we're going to be attacked again on our soil. It's, that's inevitable. Um, how we're going to be attacked, I don't know. Uh, stop watching the government do something like... I paid a lot of attention to Afghanistan and what's been happening there. And you know for a fact that our government likes to play magician. Sleight of hand magician. Watch what I'm doing over here while I do some corrupt ass shit on this side. I mean, I said it in the last podcast before, a couple back, whatever, about Hunter Biden and his artwork. I mean, come on, sleight of hand. Watch them. We're going to sell artwork over here. But yet the money actually is is, is like it's, – it's a way of laundering it. Yeah. Yeah, the people buying it, they're over in China. Um, you know, now 
another study I seen come out about <laughs> the about China about the the at Wuhan and, and, and <laughs> it's possible that it could have been made in a lab <laughs> like that's all they said it's possible like we, we're not sure but it's possible they've been saying this since fucking day one like there's nothing news about that that was like that was breaking news just last week it's possible like no you come out with breaking news and say it it was made in a lab in Wuhan, China, and it was used against the people of the world to gain power and cause corruption. Because I believe, in a way, that's what it was used for. By who? I don't know. Do you think our own government was involved in that? It's possible. It's a big conspiracy theory. Do I think China was capable of doing something of that nature? Absolutely, because let's look at history with uh, these countries like China. They'll kill... 10,000 of their people to kill a 1,000 of ours. I mean, it's how it works. So unleash a biological weapon on us, being COVID-19, watch people die, lots, sit back and just twiddle your thumbs and be like, well, we see we're, we're, we're really pulling off a you know uh, population control mechanism, controlling the population, scare the people, then gain their trust. America, we need to take away their weapons because they're the country that's the most threatening to anybody else because they can protect themselves. You have other places like Switzerland, but they're small. Um, I think that when you have 10 different countries that are armed militaries and they walk into somewhere like Switzerland, at the chances of them beating the government in Switzerland is high. Having China and the Taliban come across and try to fight on land here, it's going to be a very deadly bloodbath. It's going to be a hard fight. That It's going to be very hard for them to win it. They'll succeed by killing a lot of people, but it would be very hard for them to win it. The movie Red Dawn, not the older version, because the older version, I believe, was Cuba and Russia or something of the nature fighting us. The newer version, which was, I believe, China or North Korea that came across the side of the fight us using technology to bring us down which is possible because let's face the facts that china basically makes most of our technology as it is china japan if you think for a minute that like japan japan might be like you might think they're staying away and they're not getting involved because they just want to make money now and so on and so forth now i think they still have a vendetta against us think they still would love to see us collapse and just destroy us after what happened you know in, in hiroshima and, and nagasaki so i think that if china got involved with japan and said to japan hey look this is what our plan is blah, 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 blah. i think japan would be a silent partner in that case same with russia so we'd be fighting a lot of very large countries in order to fight back and i think that on this soil if they came here to take over i mean we have a lot of land here we're a very big nation lots of places to hide lots of places to fight but the only people that are really really um educated and trained to fight are our military i mean you got some people that aren't that can do it and most people that just own guns never even thought of getting into a situation where we got to fire upon people firing against us I know I haven't. 
I can't turn around and say, oh, yeah, I'd be able to walk out of this house and be able to fucking, I'd, I'd be like Rambo. No, I'd probably be scared fucking shitless, like, not knowing what the fuck. Like, I'd be worried about my family's probably, you know, getting murdered, so on and so forth. Like, I'd probably, I'd probably go out there with this, this because I, you've you got to figure your family, just like in Red Dawn, be taken away, some be killed, raped, whatever. And I have daughters and I have, you know, a son. And I think that in my head, not knowing what's going on with them, I would think the worst that they were. And I think I would go in there with with vengeance and, and just try to kill as many people. I would just be pulling triggers. And I don't think I'd last very long because, like I said, I don't have no military training. I don't have any training. Like, I go to a range and I'll, I'll shoot my guns just to, to, for target practice, just to kind of see what I can do. And I'm, I'm good, but I'm not great. Um. But I think that if it came down to it and we had a fight, I don't think that I wouldn't fight. I would definitely go fight. It just, I don't, it would be really tough to watch the American people actually succeed. But I think we could because we're such a large country. And I think that when it comes down to the nitty gritty, I mean, obviously 9-11, 2001, when it happened, uh, America came together. Uh, It didn't matter whether you were black, white, gray, brown, orange, blue green didn't matter what nationality you were if you were a true heartfelt american you came together that day and i think that that's what it takes um and it's sad to say that it takes a tragedy for people to come together because i think that we need to come together as a people right now and realize that our own government is corrupt and against us um they try to make you feel like we're gonna save you and they got a lot of people brainwashed but I'm a true believer that they're not here to save me. The government is not here to help me. They have not been for many, many years. You know, maybe when the government was established because our country was getting too big, that the whole ideology behind it was that our government was going to be here to help us and guide us. But I think that it grew over the years into a very corrupt career political type people. Somebody like Joe Biden, who 47 years in politics did nothing but, uh, a stop and frisk law and signed it, which really benefited the black community well, huh? Um, you got somebody like that who truly is racist. He's a true racist. I mean, he has proven he's a true racist. Time over time throughout his 47 years in politics, he is a career politician bureaucrat who just wants to get rich over your tax money. Donald Trump... People want to sit there and go, well, he's a piece of shit, and he's a, he was getting rich over you, getting rich over you. The guy was already rich to begin with, very rich. The guy wasn't a career politician, and yeah, he liked power, of course. I mean, I, I, I can sit here and I can say, you know what, yeah, his, his demeanor was fucking horrible, but I can't, I can't sit back and sit there and say... This guy was just outed to get rich off of me. I can't. Joe Biden, on the other hand, yeah. Kamala Harris, yeah. Fucking Nancy Pelosi, yeah. Chuck Schumer, yeah. I can see these people getting rich off of us. Donald Trump, on the other hand, I, I can't see him doing what he was doing in order to make a buck. I think, really, honestly, that he saw something. When he said we have to clear a swamp, he sounded like Reagan. He sounded like JFK. And we know what happened to them. <sighs> It's it's nuts. It's nuts. But with with that being said, you know, we're finally out of the war. We're going to try to move forward on it. 
People are going to praise Joe Biden now because, oh, he got us out of the war. But yet, he killed people. Oh, there's still going to be fights. Don't matter how the fuck you look at it. I don't care whether the guy fucking... Just like Donald Trump. You know, there's people out there who... I don't care if he cured cancer. I, I, I hate him. I don't want... Okay. Well, I don't like Joe Biden. Can't say I hate the fucking guy, but at this moment in time... A 78-year-old fucking man who was actually starting to, to, to me, show signs of senileness and shit like that. It, it's not a good thing. I don't think – I think there needs to be term limits um, on presidents. There definitely has to be term limits on any politician. You, you They have to have like maybe – they can do – it's not like a president, not four to eight. Maybe they can do eight or ten to fifteen, something of that nature, or ten to twenty years. Once it's up, they're out, and you can't – be in charge over a certain age. I think that 78 years old starting out as a president is unacceptable. It can't happen. And people go, well, he's good. Yeah, but what happens? He's already showing signs of it. You got a 78 year old man who starts out in politics, not politics, but starts out as your president. And he's coherent. And he's getting shit done and he's good. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Alzheimer's kicks in. He's shitting his pants, and he's just—he he doesn't know what he's talking about. And this guy's in charge of your country, and it can happen. It has happened in history, the way Alzheimer's works. Sometimes it's a slow. Sometimes it, it's overnight. Like you're—you're—you could have. I'm sure there's people out there who say, "Yeah, my family member was kind of like that." The, you know, I, it's Friday he knew who I was, and we were talking. By Sunday he had no clue who I was, and I'm his son. I—I've I, talked to people that were like that. And this could happen with a president, like the way he is. He's too old. I think that I think that a president's age should stop. They can't get into office at any age later than I would say seventy. They have to be out before they're eighty years old. You have to be out before you're eighty years old. I'd like to say I think you have to be out before you're seventy-five years old. I, I'd actually go with that better. Which means that you better get in there by 65, 60, 65, 70 years old. I, I, I truly believe that we need younger, not younger as in our, our youth now, because our youth now doesn't give a shit. Uh, that scares the fuck out of me. I'm kind of hoping I'm gone by the time, you know, presidents of kids my age are in office because I don't see this country making it after that. Everything's going to be like, oh, you know, peace, love, happiness, LGBTQ, everything will be online, and we're going to do selfies in the White House, and it's, no, I, I, I can't see, I hope I'm gone by then. <laughs> anyway, people, I mean, it's been fun, it's been real again, I'm glad I got out here and did this now and got it over with, I'm going to go get my walking on, because I need to lose some weight, I gained a little bit of weight, um... Until next time, I mean, keep your eyes to the sky, obviously, people, because Ida is the, the remnants are coming up and going to flood you out. Um, keep your eye on the TVs, whatever news sources you watch. Try to do yourself a favor and watch numerous ones and on both sides, so that way you can make an educated decision on your own. Um, and remember, if you trust your government, you obviously never read a history book. All right, people. Till next time, I'll talk to you later. See ya.